Hey guys, welcome to Not Just Healed Whole Podcast. Um, this is episode number one. I'm so excited. I am Tay Nicole, your host. Um, and I'm just going to give you a little background about um, this podcast and kind of what it's going to entail um, for this first episode. Um, I am so excited to be doing this God has been putting on my heart to branch out. He's been putting on other people's hearts for me to branch out and do something of my own. Um, And this is what he put on my heart. Heal, not just healed, whole. The name branches from two things. One, that song. I love it so much. Um, I can't think of who sings it. But in the song, they say, I don't, I just don't want to be healed Lord, make me whole. Um, And that song definitely speaks to just a lot of where I'm at. Um, And then the second thing, I was having a conversation with my spiritual uh, parents, with my spiritual leaders, and they said, even though you may be healed in this season, God wants to make you whole. So then I started going down a journey of what does it mean to be healed and whole? Like what what does any of that look like? Um, Yes, we seek God's heart for healing and wholeness, but practically what does it look like? So throughout these uh, episodes and throughout this podcast, we're going to go on a journey of discovering what healness, what healing and wholeness, I'm sorry, healing and wholeness looks like for each of us. We're going to use some resources. We're going to dive into the Bible where we're just going to explore together what healing and wholeness looks like. So I have a little story I want to tell you guys um, real quick. So when I was about seven, Um, me and my mom got into this really, really, really bad car accident. And, um, so what happened was we were pulling out of the driveway of my mom's job. Um, and a drunk driver came and hit the back, uh, driver's side window, which happened to be where my head was laying. Um, so my... It glass impaled my head and my head was busted open and immediately like the first thing I thought was I'm dead right and we go through hurt and we go through pain and it hurts so bad it's like there's no way I'm gonna live past this there's no way I'm gonna make it out of this so that's where my head was at the time as a seven-year-old I'm I'm dying like I'm going to see Jesus in the next couple of minutes and I have to accept that fact um my mom was screaming to the top I think because of the adrenaline um she was way more um freaked than I was I was actually trying to calm her down and let her know that I was okay as I'm like internally dealing with the fact that I'm pretty sure I'm about to die that's another thing when we're going through hurt and pain right like 
we want every we want everyone to see no i'm okay no i'm still gonna make it i'm good i'm gonna live through this but then we isolate ourselves and we go into this bubble where you know i want to put on this smile for everyone and let everyone know i'm okay um but really i don't know how i'm going to make it through this um so that's what it was i was trying to calm her down um you would think it would hurt 10 times more than it probably did but like i said the adrenaline i couldn't feel a thing so i'm trying to calm her down um she takes off her t-shirt hands it to me to put on my head she's screaming somebody call 911 um 911 comes the ambulance comes they put me on a gurney they put this neck thing over me um i remember um one of my aunts came um and she was like are you okay and i was like yeah yeah um i'm fine and then um you know we then make it to the hospital at the hospital um i had to get over a hundred stitches in my head um so while they're putting stitches in my head they numbed me uh and then they started stitching and um you know they gave me this little thing to play with and she was talking to me and i I wasn't actually playing with the thing because well my head was anyway she was talking to me it was this whole it was it was you know whole thing so after the surgery um my dad told me that i had to stay at the hospital um i hate hospitals (laughs) i hate hospitals um and i love always have always will love my bed it's probably my favorite place to be is my bed um So that was the first time I showed emotion. Um, I began to cry and I told my dad that I didn't want my mom to see me cry because she had been crying nonstop. And I didn't, I told him I didn't want my mom to see me cry. Um, So I began to cry and in that moment, I felt like, I I felt so defeated. And I was like, "I, I don't want to be here. But many times, as I think about it, many times when we go through healing, uh, when we go through the healing process, and and when God is fixing us, or when someone is fixing us, um, we end up places we never thought we would be, not realizing that that is the place that will heal you. I remember not too long ago, I went through, we can call it a heartbreak um and it was on a sunday and um it was early sunday morning when it happened and we have service sunday evenings so you know i was very ready to sit in my bed all day my mom gave me some money to um go get myself some ice cream i got myself some sour patch kids i got like all of my favorite snacks and i was in bed watching tv and i was 100 convinced i am not i have no desire after the pain i just went through to be in church today i have no desire to do that um my roommate uh ended up actually needing a ride to church um and you know 
initially I was like, use my car. And she was like, no, 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 you're coming with me. I'm like, no, use my car. I don't feel like doing anything. I don't feel like going anywhere. Use my car. No, you're coming with me. Um, We don't realize that sometimes in the midst of our hurt, the very place we don't want to be (laughs) is actually the very place we need to be. Um, It's the place where someone, thinking of a hospital, someone comes in and checks on you, you know? If anything goes wrong after, if anything went wrong after my surgery, I am in the perfect place for someone to come and fix it. So I didn't want to stay there, (laughs) but of course, you know, I had to. So, um, so we end up, um, so we end up sleeping over and then the next day I'm able to go home. On my way home, they give, they gave me a list of do's and don'ts. This is what you can do. This is what you cannot do. Um, I had dissolvable stitches. What that means is that after a couple of weeks, months, whatever, um, you weren't going to be able to see a scar. There was going to be no scar. Um, so my mother reluctantly <laughs> allowed me to go to Florida to visit my great-grandmother. I went with my grandmother my uncle. My grandmother made it very clear to my great-grandmother. She dropped us. She took us to Florida, went back to L.A., and then was going to end up going back to Florida. But she made it very, very clear that um, we are not that I sorry I was not allowed to get in the pool water to get in the pool because of the water because of the chlorine in the water um now me being my mother made it very clear to my grandmother my grandmother made it very clear to my great-grandmother me being seven eight years old um you put a pool in front of me I'm going to jump in it so my grandmother left Um, And then it was my great-grandmother, my uncle, and I. Uh, My uncle is only probably three years older than me. But um, great-grandmother, my uncle, and I. And um, she allowed me to get in the pool. (laughs) And um, this is why accountability is important. And this is why we all... I mean, if you listen just throughout this story, it just shows how much we all just need someone. Um, especially when we're going through tough times so that one, we're not going through it alone and to have that accountability so that if you mess up, if you make a mistake, if you do something you're not supposed to do, there's going to be someone right there. The right accountability partner will be right there and say, Hey, uh, 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 don't do that. Now, if you still decide to, if my grandmother told me, my great grandmother told me, no, don't jump in. And I still decided to jump in anyway. That's on me at that point. I chose to be defiant at that point. Um, but the right accountability partner should be like, Hey, uh, uh-uh, uh, don't, don't go over there. You, you're, you shouldn't go over there. You, you need to stay here and heal. And I'm going to say, stay here and sit with you, but you don't need to go over there. Um, so, uh, I got in the pool and to this day I have this uh, amazingly beautiful scar that um, will forever be attached to me do I love it not at all actually fun fact it's one thing that I am probably the most insecure about Um, I hate my (laughs) I hate the scar on my forehead 
and you know you learn to live with it and you learn to move past it there are times that I forget that it's there um but you know every every action has a consequence and you just have to be um you just have to make sure that you are willing to um suffer the consequence you know um if you do something you know you're not supposed to be doing there's going to be a consequence and you have to think you know and and most times yes you don't want to think about the consequence you choose not to think about the consequence but it's very important to think okay if i do this what will this pan out like and think of worst case scenario you know if that will help you to kind of dial back and be like yeah i probably shouldn't do that think of worst case scenario if i do this thing how is this gonna turn out and i'm not saying this from someone who is experienced at all <laughs> please please believe i am not saying this from someone who's experienced at all i'm saying this because i've done things um where i had accountability partners that said hey say you probably shouldn't do that and i did it anyway <laughs> and now you know we suffer the consequences um so that's just that's that is is there's always going to be repercussions um so just make sure that repercussions are actually worth it <laughs> if you think it's going to be worth it by all means sure why not but if you think this thing through and you're like i actually don't want this to happen and it might happen if i do this so let me just not just don't <laughs> um but yeah so i am getting a cool one i have this really lovely scar on my head forever now um and then a couple uh i want to say a couple months later I'm, i was after you know coming back home to la um a couple months later um it, I, I would touch over my head and then it would be this um, like a sharp pain in, in where the scar is um, and it was like a bump and the bump just kept growing and growing and growing so um, my parents kind of looked at it and then we discovered oh there's still glass in my head <laughs> Um, so even months after the accident, there was still glass in my head, um, and we, um, discovered, we, we found out that it was forcing itself out, it was pushing itself out, um, the glass that was still stuck. So one night my dad grabbed some tweezers, once it was finally, um, out enough to where it was piercing through my skin, maybe it wasn't, I don't remember. Anyway, my dad grabbed some tweezers and pulled the rest out. Um, and that kind of, you know, ended the journey of my head. Um, but I've said all of that to say, healing and wholeness is a process. It is a process from the start of the accident to, I'm, I'm honestly gonna say even to today, because I still have the scar. Um, and the scar is very visible. A lot of us, when we go through hurt and pain, we still have scars. They may not be visible, but sometimes they're still there. I want us together to 
stop. And, and, and I'm saying this as someone, I'm, I'm telling myself this. I want us together to stop expecting healing to be a one day, one week, one month, sometimes even one year process and allow our body and our emotions and God to work naturally within us. As that process happened with my head, um, it, I was sure was 100% sure in the beginning like I said sure that I wasn't gonna live through it that I wasn't gonna make it and um had the right people not been by my side I probably wouldn't have had my mother not have been there to take the shirt off of her back and put it on my forehead I probably would not have had the ambulance not been there when they not made it when they did I probably would not have made it there are essentials there are essentials to healing and to wholeness and it is a process so throughout this podcast um and throughout these episodes I just really just want to go on a journey with you guys um like I said I recently dealt with heartbreak and I've dealt with hurt and pain Um, so I want to start this off by saying one, you're not alone. You are not alone at all. Um, and if you feel like you are, please, please, please find someone to reach out to find someone that, um, you can trust. And if you feel like you don't have that person, I'm, I'm here, (laughs) reach out to me. I will happily talk to you. Um, but you are not alone. Another thing, allow God to work his process. Allow God to work his process. And the more we allow God to just work, the greater the outcome will be. The more you'll be able, honestly, the more you'll be able to just breathe. <laughs> I didn't allow God to just work his process after um, you know, my most recent hurt. And I have not been able to just breathe. I have not been able to just sit and and watch God work. Anxiety, fear, all of that took over because I was trying to fix myself. Imagine seven-year-old Tay trying to heal her own head. No. <laughs> like, literally, no. No. <laughs> Um, but I did, I have been trying to fix myself and it hasn't worked. And, um, I, I am publicly saying that we are all on the same journey and we are all dealing with pain and we are all struggling with something. Um, and what better way to do it than with someone else? Um, so hey, hi, if we have not met before, I am Taylor, also known as Tay Nicole, and let's journey together. Um, let's get healed and whole together, um, and let's watch God work. So this is episode one, 
Um, I am so excited to do this with you guys, and I can't wait, can't wait, can't wait um, to see what God is going to do through all of us. Um, So, I really hope you enjoy, and um, on next episode, I will give you guys some of the resources and tools that I will be using and I have used in this season to help me through. Um, And, you know, I really just hope that... um, you guys are one able to get those resources and if you can't please let me know um but two i hope that um this you know helps you guys and and um yeah so i love you jesus loves you till next time